Hello? Hey, are you there? Uh, welcome to Yeshua Reigns Ministries. We are here to talk about anything, as long as it's about God's kingdom and it's real. So um, on the phone tonight is Elijah Mendoza. Tell us about who you are and what God has done. Briefly, Elijah. Hey, man. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm glad to be on here. And uh, God's just uh, been doing, you know, just doing a lot for me. Um uh, He's recently just, you know, just been trying to reveal his, himself in a deeper way, you know, just trying to, you know, be a blessing to the community and witness and be, you know, be obedient to him. So, Could you tell us a little bit of your experience in ministry with the well, Holy Spirit? I, I, I have been filled with the Holy Spirit since I was 12. Uh, I've been preaching since younger than that, uh, and I've seen the Lord... And I say this humbly, but I've seen the Lord do many great things as far as the gift of prophecy and the gift of healing and miracles and different things. I've seen a lot of people come to Christ, and I've just seen the Holy Spirit not just be uh, uh, vital uh, in a corporate setting, but just even in my personal walk with God, just seeing him kind of uh, comforted me in those times where I've been weak and felt like giving up. And uh, I absolutely love the Holy Spirit. And uh, I just can't wait to begin to talk about them. And I hope that somebody gets inspired and um, gets touched and gets informed. But um, that's been that's kind of a brief uh, su- uh, summary of kind of how uh, my experience has been and uh, and my uh, my walk with God. So now yeah. um, I'm also going to mention, um, you know, that you're. Um, a potential revivalist in the church in the body of Christ. I, I really feel like God's used you to stir people, and you really have a fire that's very unique. Um, w- would you say that? Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> that's one of my passions. That's funny that you should say that. That's one of my passions is, is, is revival, like just seeing the glory of God come, seeing people touched and healed and delivered and set free, and um, kind of like a I don't want to say this in a bad way. I'm not rebellious, but I like to stir up, stir up people, you know, and not provoke them, but just cause them to, you know, reignite and get get into a place where they become passionate for Jesus. So uh, I definitely carry a true heart to revival, and uh, that's my dream. I would love to see revival, and I, I just I know that promise about the the Holy Spirit being poured out in the last days. That's something I pursue everywhere I go, every every day of my life. So I, I'm definitely concerned about that. Yes, sir. Amen. Tonight's mm-hmm. topic, uh, we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit. Um, I have to laugh because Elijah, uh, you know, his parents didn't know he would be like the Elijah in the Bible. And I can tell you story after story, this guy has literally prophesied and carried the word of the Lord like the prophet Elijah. Uh, he has, it's just interesting how God chooses our names and influences our parents to pick them out even uh, without meaning to. Amen. Uh, and I think that describes you and you know the Holy uh We want to acknowledge that we believe the Holy Spirit is a person. He is God, but he is God in the earth. Um, and really, uh, he's our best friend. I mean, I know the Holy yeah. Spirit and it's a continual journey. Yes. Um, I don't know what I would do without the Holy Spirit. And I think, you know, to be basic, we need to 
to describe who is the Holy Spirit, but also really um, cover some basics about the uh, basics to dismantle lies. You know, you don't receive the Holy Spirit as um, a separate entity. Um, He is with you when you're born again. You get the full package, I believe. Yes. 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 Am I going too fast? Maybe we should go back to um, who is he first. Well, yeah, that, that's that's good, man. And uh, you're not going too fast. That's that's good. Uh, uh, but we do definitely. Uh, I do definitely want to kind of explore a little bit deeper on that topic. But I think also we probably, just, like like you just said, we you know we probably need to explore a little bit more about who he is. Like you were saying, because there's a lot of misconceptions of who he is. Like well, I've I've had people when I mentioned Holy Spirit <laughs> that have absolutely no idea who he is, what he is, what he does. So I think, you know, that's really a good starting point. Uh, I don't know if you want to kind of hit on that real quick. And, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If you go to the book of John, Jesus mm-hmm. talks about the spirit. He says okay. that he's the comforter. Um, let's open up our Bibles there. One okay. sec. Um, I believe it's John 14. Am I correct? Yeah, let's... let's Let's go there. I think it is John 14. I believe okay. it is. Uh, let me what translation are you reading out of? That way I can have another one for the audience. Uh, well, I, I have my King James in my hand real uh, quick. Oh, that's good because I got a new, a new American standard for you. That'll work. That'll definitely balance it out. Yes, sir. Um, um, I actually you, believe it's John 16. I'm sorry that I wanted to oh. work from. Oh, that's fine. That's right. Uh, verse, I would say, uh, probably verse 7, right? Of uh, John chapter what now? 16? Uh, yes, 16, 7. Okay, chapter 16, verse 7. Would you like to read a couple of the scriptures there? Sure. You're talking about, okay, John 16, 7. Okay. Yes. And it says, nevertheless, I tell you the, the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away, for if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they believe not on me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment, because the Prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them. Now, albeit when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall shew it unto you. Amen. Now, there's a lot of meat in there, so let's identify who he is in that. Um, it says that he's a helper. Yes. He's a comforter. Yes. In my translation, Jesus uh, said, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. He was oh, saying, wow. Isn't that amazing? That's a very so, good word. Jesus like wanted that. us to have more than he walked in, I believe. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because Jesus as a man could only be in one place. Yes. Like Jesus... And, we identify Jesus as the Holy Spirit because in uh, Corinthians it says the Spirit of the Lord. Uh, yes. It identifies 
the Lord as in the spirit as one, that is the spirit of Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, just wanted to give some scripture there for that. But, you know, um, how is he our helper? How has he helped you, Elijah? Okay. Well, just to kind of break it down a little bit more in terms of him being a helper, I mean, you have to think about what the definition of the word help means. Um, it's Paracletos in the Greek. Say one more time. It's Paracletos. Okay, and what what does that mean? What does or that mean? Paraclete. It means one that comes alongside you. That's a, like okay. a partner, similar okay. to Adam and Eve. How God said, you you know, it's a like, it's a partner like you that can relate to you. Okay, so so you said it's Paracletos, and or that Paraclete. Means, or Paraclete. So basically, I could be wrong in the town. He, he is, uh, you said, one that comes alongside of you. Well, one thing I think about with that is um, maybe you can say that that word help and even the definition that you gave is more so the concept of a, a business partner or a spiritual partner or someone that is able to give you tools or to support you in your mission or in your livelihood. Would you say something like that? Would you say that would kind of add up or kind of, be in tune with what the word paracletus means? I would say that's that's one aspect, yeah. I think okay. I think he is um like really you're your in intimate one, you know, the one you can be one with. Yeah. Your partner in life. Yeah. Your best like friend. That. Your life partner. So he's able to he he's able to he's he's the he is uh, your, and I hate to put it like this, but I have no other word to describe it, but he is your personal God. He is your uh, connection to God. Uh, yeah. He's the accessible God. He's not just a God just based off of just some, you know, some faraway being, but he is God right next to you. He's God with you. He's God even in you. Um, and so that is, is beyond just a help that, relates to just him giving you things, that he gives you wisdom, he gives you comfort, he helps you in every area of your life. So when I think of the word help, it's more than just, oh, well, he's helping you do things, but he's helping you be, in, be he's helping you know, he's helping you feel. He, he, he helps every part of your walk in life. He helps every part of your, your, your senses, your knowledge. And um, that's what I believe he is. He, you know, that's what, when I think of the word helper, I, I think of him being useful. I think of him being profitable to us. I think of him uh, being one that uh, contributes strength to us. You know, he gives yes. us the strength that we need. You know, if we're in pain or if we're hurting, he's the remedy to that. He fixes that. He relieves us of all stress and all pain. He's and, and the thing about it is, the thing that I love about the Holy Spirit is you don't, you know, some help that you get, you have to uh, pay for it or, like, you know, mm-hmm. ask for uh, money or they ask you for money, but he is free help. Yes. He, he is like, uh, uh, oh, my goodness, like uh, a spiritual Wikipedia. Because you know how Wikipedia, that's, that's the way I can kind of describe that's it. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, like you get you get on Wikipedia, it's free, but you get like all the knowledge in the world, you know. And that's him. He's like a free library, a free attorney, a free doctor, a free everything. And so yeah. 
that's amazing to me. He's not just help, but he's free help. So that when I think of the word help, that's that's what I think of. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just imagined a doctor. Um, you know, you go in there and you pay, and he's supposed to give you, you know, fix your problems. And you know, the Holy Spirit, he fixes problems, but he also uh, helps you in the moment of dealing with your problems. Oh yeah, he gives you the correct yeah. answers. That's right. Like the Holy Spirit the other day told me, um, you know, he just said, "Go call someone so." for a ride mm-hmm. to Walmart. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, uh, mm-hmm. well, I'll do that later, Lord. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it right now. Mm-hmm. And the Lord let me do my thing for 10 minutes, and he said, okay, if you really want to ride to Walmart, go call your mother. And he, and how we did it, folks, was really a, a feeling in my heart, a feeling kind of not pressure, but a feeling kind of pushing me or freaking me to go and do something. That's yeah. one way the Holy Spirit will speak to you. It's really heart to heart and spirit to spirit. Mm-hmm. He is the spirit. Um, yeah. He is the spirit of the Godhead. Would you like to read Romans 8, 9, and 14? Sure. Sure. You said Romans 8, 9, and 14. Yes. Nine, the Verse 9 and verse 14, correct? Yes. Okay. Okay, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And then verse 14, which is one of my favorite scriptures, for as many are as led Mm. by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So, would you say the Holy Spirit's an optional guy or an optional piece? Oh, no. He is absolutely necessary. I mean, he is absolutely necessary. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, just going back to the word, uh, verse 9, it says, But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. So, for us to even access God and be able to walk in the Spirit, we have to... Uh, connect to the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is the bridge into the spirit realm. The Holy Spirit yes. is, is the connection to God. You know, uh, Jesus is not on the earth anymore. God is not on the earth anymore. Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God. God is sitting on his throne. But the Holy Spirit is the only member of the Trinity that has been commissioned to be on the earth. So we being on the earth, in order for us to access heaven, we have to go through and connect by the Spirit of God. That's the only way. So it, it, it's one thing for us to know about him and our own knowledge, but to actually know him and be connected to him and to be led by him, we have to go through the Holy Spirit. He's very, Amen. very, very important. Very important. You know, I, I just pulled up the Amplified for verse yes. 16, and it says, I'll ask the Father. He'll give you another counselor, and then in parentheses, this means, folks, that uh, it's the all other words that can be substituted that's yes. from the Greek. Uh, it, it's counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standby, and that he may remain with you forever. So, wow. you know, right there, that's confirmation of what we were saying. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You, you, you know what? This might be a, a funny example, but uh, <laughs> you you know, um, one thing – now, this is, my, this is a literal example, but I'm, I'm going to show you how I can tie it into this. Uh, when I think of a comforter, I know he's a comforter, but you ever thought about a, uh, like a comforter set or like a quilt? Oh, yeah. I love yeah. mine. You, 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 you notice how when it wraps around you or you are under it, you feel secure. You feel safe. Uh, you, you, you're able to rest. He is an enabler of rest. Just like a blanket makes you, put, puts you in a place of ease, the Spirit of God and his presence puts you in a place of ease where you, you can rest. You don't have to worry about life. You can rest. And I think a lot of the reasons, and I, somebody may be listening to this, and you may be in a position where you feel absolutely just, oh, my goodness, just, just overwhelmed. You're just under a lot of pressure. And God is saying that I have the Holy Spirit. And if you allow his spirit to wrap around you like a blanket, he will suck the very pressures of life out of you, and you'll be able to breathe again. You'll be able to rest. You'll be able to... Uh, you know, take your burdens and just put it at the foot of the cross and just be able to trust God and, and have that peace again. And so when I think of the word comforter, that's what I think of. I think literally of a uh, a quilt or a comforter set, you know. Uh, that's good. I like it. He's soft yeah. and he's so, safe. That's what I think of. Yeah. He's, he's someone you want to go and just lay your burdens down. So yeah. uh, tell me, uh, give could you give an example of how you've entered into that rest, something that's happened to you, or how you positioned your heart to receive it? Because a lot of people are thinking, well, how do I do that? <laughs> and, okay. Yes, yes. You know, well, I, I, the first thing that you have to do, and I want to go to a specific scripture to kind of break that down a little bit more. Oh, be welcome to. Let, let's go to Philippians 4. Let's go to Philippians 4. Mm-hmm. And let me get there real quick. This is this is the scripture that the Lord really used in my life to teach me about resting. Um, and uh, this is what I had to do. Hold on one second. I'm trying to get to Philippians. There we go. Okay. Uh, chapter 4, and I want to look at the sixth verse. I want to look okay. at the sixth and the seventh verse. And here's what it says. It says, be careful. Oh, that word means anxious. Be careful or anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So basically the Lord began to reveal to me through the scripture that the formula for rest is release and request. Release and request. What do I mean by that? The first thing that you're going to have to do is let go. Let go. And then after you let go of the, the, the stresses of life, you have, to, you have to then begin to request of God or take what you were worrying about and turn it into a prayer uh, request, and once you do that, then you have to begin to move into praising Him. That's when you begin to move into 
thank you, Lord, because I know that you're doing this. And yeah. as you begin to praise him and as you begin to move and activate your faith in thanking him and worshiping him, all of a sudden peace begins to creep on in there. Peace begins to seep on in there. And before you know it, it becomes a peace that you can't even begin to understand. And it goes into your heart. It goes into your mind. And that's how the Holy Spirit brings us into that place of rest. That place of rest is not something that God initiates. That's something that we initiate. Once we initiate it, God brings us fully into it. We have to basically say, look, Lord, I am tired. (laughs) I'm tired of worrying about this stuff. I'm tired of worrying about what people think about me. I'm tired of worrying about the pressures of life. And I I know you asked me what personal situation can I think of to kind of um, prove that I know what I'm talking about, I guess you would say. And the very first thing that comes to my mind is when I got rejected uh, in college, I was getting ready to go into the military, and I had a scholarship, I was set, everything was good, and lo and behold, my whole life plan was absolutely shattered. Did not expect it because I was good at what I did, I was really talented, yet still it went down the tube. And I remember the following year when I came back to school, I was so depressed. I mean, I was just so depressed. I was so ashamed to show myself, you know, because now I was out of the organization. I couldn't do the military anymore, and people were talking about me, and I just, I I was so upset that I didn't even want to go to eat. I would just go to class and come back to my room. And then one day, I just got tired. You know, I just got tired. I said, well, I'm just really tired of worrying about this. You know, because worrying doesn't really fix anything. And so I just said, you know what, Lord? I'm through. I give it to you. You deal with it. And i tell you, no lie. Literally within minutes, I began to feel my strength come back. It's like God was saying, all I was waiting on you to do was just let go. (laughs) I can work and I can give you peace. And that's what the Holy Spirit is. He's a gentleman. And the only way we, he can, we can enter into that rest is if we give him the invitation. And once we give him the invitation, he will come in and he will begin to just flood your heart with so much peace to the point where even though it looks like you want to cry and give up and, you know, just fall under the towel, you're absolutely bubbly and giddy with joy and you're not supposed to be because the situation is like not even looking good. Yet still, because he's there, you don't have to worry about the situation. After a while, you forget you even have a problem. You're just so caught up in his goodness. And And before you know it, it's all fixed. And it's bigger and better than you could ever even done in your own power and strength. So that's that's, uh, my personal way of entering into that rest, of just praying it and just letting go, getting tired of worrying, praying it out, thanking God for it, and just receiving his peace. So that's that's what I would say. That's what I would say, man. Powerful. I really like the honesty and, you know, how um, you demonstrated um, your faith connection, how you connected to the Lord by faith, which Mm -hmm. faith is um, an act of your will. Um, It doesn't really mean feeling. It doesn't mean that you feel good. It means that you choose to believe God. Yeah. um, Yeah. And you choose to let him build that in you. You know, yeah. you, it's kind of like tasting and see, it, you taste and see the Lord is good. Try him out, yeah. you yeah. know, and he'll build that faith and eventually you'll be yeah. able to just, you'll know the Lord from 
and that relationship with the spirit so well that you'll just not even hesitate. Lord, what do you say about this? And, you know, you'll be able to walk in victory. Yeah. Yeah. Over when the enemy comes, you know, knocking you just by the spirit, say, I don't think so. Yes. And I like that. I like what you said, and that's really good. You said by the spirit, and that's the key, man. Everything is done through the Holy Spirit, everything. Um, And I I remember that scripture, I believe it's in Zechariah, where it talks about not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says God. And that is exactly how it works. And I just wanted to, if if it's okay, kind of deviate right back to what you went to earlier in Romans chapter 8, verse 14. And I want okay. to kind of get your comments a little bit on just being led by the Spirit and how that process even works. Uh, I know it's kind of a deeper thing to kind of touch on, but I feel like maybe somebody might need to, might need to um, kind of get a little tips and little pointers. Maybe you uh, can kind of give them some, some I think ideas. we're going to have to do more episodes because there's so much meat in John about who he is. And we've only covered one topic, but, um, well, actually, we've covered that he is God, right? Yeah. I mentioned that. Well, you know, how do we do that? Honestly, I've noticed with my own life, and I just ask him. I'm just honest. I just ask something yes. this, just asking out loud God a question. And whatever pops in your mind, you know, that's something I've learned to do is, I am I asking oh and the way I was taught by my mentors was are you asking God or are you asking an outside source? I'm asking God, so I have to believe that God is the one who answers me. Right. You know? Um it's right. your faith. Do you believe God is good to answer you or do you believe the enemy? But so um I read the scripture as well because that's my plumb line, but I ask the Lord, Lord, will you open yes. my eyes? Lord, yes. will you speak to me? And yes. you know, um, there's so many ways you can speak to us, but I guess what is the question? I don't want to veer away from that. Well, well, I, I know we're, we're going to talk about this in a probably how does it come uh, to me or well, no, well, the question uh, kind of was, what do you do? You, you you basically answered it already, but I was just asking how you know what some pointers or some tips that you kind of use to be led of the Holy Spirit. Basically, how does He lead you? How does He direct your life? You know, and you basically answered the question about and by saying that you, you you're led by the scriptures and you ask him and you inquire of him and he speaks to you and he shows you things and so that's basically all I was trying to ask. I, I think know, I, I want to break that down a little bit. That's all okay, the Lord has shown me. You know, you and I have known the Lord for a long time. We've had a lot of practice. We haven't arrived by any means, but we have more of a knowing of what to expect. Um, mm-hmm. um, so I guess. What do I mean by faith, um, doing it by faith? Well, some a lot of the times, um, Patricia King calls it God's thoughts. I like that. It's that thought that just appears in your mind right after asking the Lord a question or even reading the word, you know, like I, I get questions or I get a thought. And, you know, a lot of the times it really sounds like your own thought, but it's not. You know, or the feeling, like I mentioned earlier, that feeling to do something, that um, that wooing. A lot of the yeah. times God speaks through feeling. Well, yes, he does. You know, and people say, well, God's not supposed to, you know, you're not supposed to follow your heart. 
Well, Jesus redeemed your heart. I'm not saying there's not stuff in your soul to cling out. Of course there is. We all have it. But uh, if if you have a feeling to go bless someone or, you know, to just go pray for an hour, I don't think that's your own soul. Uh, Your soul is still being redeemed, and it's not going to want to go spend time with Jesus or go be a blessing. Yes. Yes. but I've learned, you know, just to go with it, you know, not and like say, that. well, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and God will forgive me. And but you know, God loves faith. He just says, well, you trust and try it out. And yeah, you know what I mean. You build that confidence yeah. as yeah. the more you do it. And yeah. I've noticed, I test it and say, well, Lord, I need some scripture. As sometimes I've said, Lord, if uh, with new doctrines or new things. I yes. said, Lord, you need to speak this to me in Scripture very clearly. Yes. Um, another way is, Lord, can you confirm this in a way only you can do? That way you you leave it in God's court. Yes. And sometimes you just, honestly, you don't need confirmation. Sometimes it's one of those things that you just say, well, all right, uh, I don't mm-hmm. need a confirmation to go pray for someone. You don't need confirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're in church and God tells you to lay your hands, you just simply say, may I lay my hand on you? And if they say yes, then go with it. But, you know, a lot of the times we, we, we need to get out of our mind and into our spirit, into our heart, and go with that first thought instead of the doubt thoughts. Yes. Yes, that's good, man. And I love the fact that you said go with it. And, um, you know, I just uh, kind of, I know we're going to talk about this in, like, you know, different, you know, following broadcasts, but I just, I don't know, I kind of felt like maybe there was someone that's going to watch or that's watching that perhaps you, you're confused as to how to be led or, uh, you know, maybe you need a little tip. And I just want to leave the scripture, this is the icing on the cake for that, and then we'll, we'll, we'll kind of move on. Um, um, it says here in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, and I'm just going to read it, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And don't depend on your understanding. And everything you do, acknowledge him, and he will show you the way. And so that's, that's what I want to kind of break out there is in everything that you do, you know, you have to just trust the Lord and, and just let him lead you. And he won't steer you wrong. And so uh, that's, that's what I kind of wanted to drop there. But uh, I'm going to kind of that's you know, good. Know if you have some thoughts or things that you maybe want to kind of say a little bit further as we continue to talk. Well, um, the Holy Spirit, it says in John, that he'll take a mind and reveal it to you. Um, yes. That, that to me means that he'll show you things that in the natural there's no way you could know. And we yeah. call that words of knowledge, a lot of us. Yes. And we can do a broadcast on what is a word of knowledge, what does that look like. Sure. You know, sure. but uh, it's simply, you know, just going with that that. Sometimes it's that randomness, really, that, hey, yes. I just I just was thinking of so-and-so or, you know, and now I see them. That's usually a sign that, you know, the Lord wants you to interact or that, you know, sometimes it's also a warning sign to stay away. You know, it all depends on the fruit of it, whether they're good or bad. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, how have you heard the Holy Spirit recently? Well, um, recently, ooh, that's a good example. That's a very loaded question there. Um, I guess for me, <laughs> um, in personal experience, um, 
recently, I guess one one area I would say is um okay. I remember I was driving uh along the road. It was maybe yesterday or something. It was yesterday. I was driving on the road. Well, actually, let me pause. Let me go back. Before that, I was at work. I was talking to some, some clients and different things, and one of the ladies that I talked to, her son I, is my client. I do therapy. And I was talking to her about her son. Her son had ran away from home. And um, the the woman said this. She said, I, I, I really wish I could do things differently when I was younger. And... um. You know, I counseled her on that matter, but that that thought just kind of stuck in my head. I mean, literally stuck in my head from the time I left that house to the time I got home. What was the thought? Could you go more into that? The thought was what she said about how she wished she would have did things differently when she was younger so her life could be different. So I'm thinking, well, maybe it's just a random thought. Maybe it's just the, 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 the... Though her words just being stuck in my head, but then I've noticed that this happened because you know I've noticed I've noticed sometimes that the way God uses me, he'll, he'll use certain things that people say or certain events to kind of hint at something that He wants to do or say. And so that word it just kept repeating and kept repeating, and then the voice of the Lord kind of came to me and said, "I want you to talk today or speak to somebody about regret, or speak to somebody about." Uh, you know, regretting uh, their lives or, or you know, uh, walking in that, that regret of, of trying to live in the past. And so yesterday I, I got on Facebook and I did a recording about it, just not really expecting too much feedback, but um, I got some feedback about some people being, being, being kind of healed in that area and dealing with that spirit of regret and, and, and different things. And so that's one example of how the Holy Spirit, one recent example of how he kind of used something so random and turned it into something that somebody needed. And so um, I said that to say all this, and I want to say this, and I think this is important. We need to kind of touch on this. We've kind of established the fact that the Holy Spirit is real, but that would not have happened unless I had a true relationship with the Holy Spirit. And um, I, I really want to kind of dig deeper into that. And I kind of want to pick your brain and get some thoughts as to um, what what does that look like? Necessary, you know, we can't really give a formula, but what? how has that looked like in your life? Like what was your journey in, uh, in relationship to the Holy Spirit? I would say, like, you know, I've been in a journey um, definitely, uh, yes. but hold that thought, you know, I just want to mention about what, that were, uh, what happened with you and touch on that as well. You know, okay. I, I thought that was really cool and how the, I forgot oftentimes, you know, the Lord will put things in our minds, you know, and put that thought and it won't go away. And I, I think that's great because eventually you learn, you know, that's probably the Lord that, yes. that, you know, and that's the trick is I used to ask the Lord when I would get daydreams um, in church. I used to think I was sinning because I wasn't listening to the pastor, and it wasn't intentional. I 
you know, but I would just get these daydreams about random people, like visitors in the church, and I would just have these random thoughts about they're going to do this, and I didn't know them. But, you know, eventually the Lord, I, I would, I, either way, I would just go to them and not knowing that I was prophesying, I would go to them and say, you know, I was thinking about you, and I know this is weird, but this is a daydream I had, and it would be right on, and it was usually a confirmation. So um, I just want to encourage you guys that um, random, God is random. He loves us. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And, you know, it doesn't matter what you call it as long as, you know, does it bring life? That's his nature. He's the spirit of life. Does it yes. cause people to want to know Jesus? Yeah. And that's where I'm going with this is, you know, um, my journey has been really going through each member of the Trinity. I started mm-hmm. off with Jesus, you know, uh, and I still mention Jesus. That's who I pray. I, I mean, they're all one. Don't get me wrong, but. You know, sometimes when you have father wounds, you're like, okay, I'm going to just talk to Jesus. Wow. You know, and when you don't know, I'm getting to know the Holy Spirit every day more and more. But I've, like Benny Hinn says, you know, and in the word, he always comes to reveal Jesus. He's so humble, the Holy Spirit. He always speaks of Jesus and the Father. Um, Yeah. I I guess um, for my journey... It's been really interesting. God just made himself so known to me that unlike normal, mm-hmm. you know, you just go to church. And, I mean, when I was a little kid, I accepted Christ. And I, I just knew I needed Jesus when they told me I had sin at four. And mm-hmm. so I just, in my heart, asked him to come in. He came in. But no one discipled me. And later, down the road, you know, um, uh, I'm just going to keep it short. Basically, every time I go into church... The worship would start, and I would start weeping uncontrollably. I didn't know what was going on. I would feel bad about everything I did that week. I didn't know about repentance. I, you know, my frameworks weren't there, but the Holy Spirit spoke to me. Yeah. So um, some of the people here may think the Holy Spirit doesn't speak to them, and I just want to make it clear he speaks to I bet you he speaks to every single person, whether they're saved or unsaved. They just don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. And for those who say the Holy Spirit doesn't speak today, you know, then you don't believe the word because Jesus said that's to speak. Yes. Well, now that he's not in the earth, that's to speak to us. Yeah. You know, um, well, we have the Bible. Well, you can't read that Bible without the power of the Holy Spirit. No man can understand the things of the Spirit without the Spirit. So it's Holy Spirit reading it to you. That's so true. That's so true, man. And, oh, man, that's just awesome. I, I just... Man, I could just, you know, it's something about when you talk about the Holy Spirit, how you even just begin to feel his heart and his presence. Mm. And, uh, man, that's so good. And I want to add something to that, too, that you said, man, even about your, your experience with him and just even what you were saying. Um, the one thing that, I, I, that just keeps sticking out to me as it relates to him speaking and us knowing him and us being led by him and all these different things that, you know, we've kind of been t- talking about, is the fact of our heart. Our That's heart. good. I like that. Um, that, man, that is so important. Uh, just uh, posturing or putting our heart uh, into a place where we, you, you know, and I don't know, it's almost like making our heart love God 
and loving God from our heart and knowing God, knowing his heart. It's like our heart knowing his heart. Uh, yeah. and, 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 and I know that's kind of deep. So I'm kind of actually kind of break that down for me a little bit more. That but that kind of stuck out to me when while she was talking about the heart. How does that even work in relation to knowing the Holy Spirit and being used by the Spirit of God? Well, I guess you know we should talk about you know a submission of your heart. And, you know, when you ask Jesus into your heart, you you're acknowledging that you're a sinner. That yeah. that you know you are. Um, without any hope, you know, of real, of living the way God created you to live, that he is life in himself and that there's nothing good in you other than, you know. So um, it first starts with repentance, which, you know, um, folks, we all have sin. (laughs) It's only by, it's because God loves us so much that he's, he just, he wanted kids, you know, and you wouldn't send your own kid to hell or kill them. I hope not. No, no. Most like mostly he wouldn't do that. But you know, it that's the way God is. He's a father and yeah. he knew because of free will that we would choose our own thing. It's kinda of hard not to sometimes as humans. Oh, yeah. You know. We have such we think we know it all and we're so funny, but God loves us. So it starts with that just and then you in that moment the Holy Spirit literally recreates you and and Ooh, the I way love that. You know, and it's like a snapshot of Jesus. It's like he just cloned Jesus, only in the, only you're still you. You're just the way Adam was supposed to walk holy. Oh, wow. Oh, that's so awesome. that, that breath of God that Adam had in the beginning, you know, that unique breath that God himself breathed in to, mm. through his nostrils, I believe was his spirit, the real part of you that gets to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the conscious. I guess how do you put it? The part of you that is transcends this dimension. Yeah. So yeah. literally, he gives us oh, that's good Christ wow. in us that way, where he replicates Christ. Where and Jesus had to live a holy life. He had to follow the Spirit and obey every single thing. Yeah. It was he had to do what Adam couldn't in in order that we could have it freely. And so Jesus did that, obeyed the Spirit, and, you know, well, he's God. Well, he took, represented man, what we would have to do to be able to have the Holy Spirit and have fellowship with God. So basically he did that. And so, okay, how do you hear the Holy Spirit? It's by faith. Um, Sometimes I have to just put, when I have sins come to my mind, I just say, Lord, forgive me. I put them under the blood. Um, yeah. That's a basic thing you can do. Sometimes God just wants you to really confess, hey, you know, I really am in sin, Lord, and just cry out and let yes. him cleanse you. Yeah. That really purifies you. Another way yeah. is wor- um, worshiping, speaking in tongues, um, being still. We could yeah. go into that a lot, but it's really the heart and, you know, uh, faith. Faith is yeah. basically saying, mind, I choose to believe God, yeah. whether I feel it or not. Fake it till you make it, you know, so to speak. You're not faking belief, but you're faking out your flesh to be, uh, to walk yeah. in what your spirit man believes. Because your spirit it has Christ's faith that he walked out in the earth. That's what God mm-hmm. is showing me even now, that Christ secured his faith in you. Yeah. yeah. 
And so it's like, Lord, and when your faith fails, it says, you know, in the word, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. I've prayed that so many times, and I've had to do that with encounters with the Lord. How true, man. How true. And, and I just want to kind of add to that because I, I just, man, it's awesome how God is <coughs> towards us. Um, that heart connection is everything. I mean, that heart connection is everything. I, 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 um, I, I just kind of, I feel like someone maybe needs to know, uh, you know, maybe my process a little bit. I don't know why, but I, I just kind of want to share that real quick, if that's okay. Oh, um, I want you to just blow with that. Go with that, yes. man. There's no um, restriction here. I just really feel the Holy Spirit on me really strong now. Um, you may say, well, you, you're talking about the heart thing. You're talking about the connection to God and, all those things sounds wonderful, but how do what what does that have to do with me? How do, how do I get there? And I I was in the same position, you know. I wasn't that same. I would probably say at uh, at uh, maybe at that time of my life where I was a little younger, I thought the same way. And um, basically, just like your your testimony that you kind of uh, uh, talked about earlier, the Holy Spirit knows how to sovereignly grab you yeah, and capture your heart. Like, I remember I was uh, 11, and uh, I had moved back with my mom. I lived with my grandmother for years, but I moved back with my mama. And um, I was watching TBN, and a man of God came on there, and uh, he had a ministry of healing and miracles. And um, I didn't know who he was completely, but I remember being captivated by the ministry and the music and the worship. And I remember feeling the Holy Spirit. At that time, I didn't know that who he was. I didn't mm. know what I was feeling. I, I was uh, just crying and uh, I would feel his presence come on me. I, I didn't know how to feel. I just knew that I enjoyed this feeling. And I, it's like I, I walked away from the, from the experience and I, I said, where has this been all my life? It got to the point where I would watch the broadcast multiple times in a day uh, because his presence was so strong. And it, got, it caused me to become very curious. And um, I believe that, that that is how it happens, man. Like God reaches out and he touches us and he gives us signs and little snippets of how good he is. And the Bible says, how, oh, taste and see how good the Lord is. And a lot of times, even many of you that's listening to me, you have a, you've had those experiences. Maybe you were too busy to recognize it, but perhaps maybe you maybe you were in church, or perhaps you heard a sermon, or perhaps something happened, and you don't you, you know, or, or or you know your mom's prayers or your grandmother's prayers or somebody that you saw it moved you, or maybe you haven't had that experience. But one thing that I, I can say is, when the Holy Spirit connects with you, you're going to feel Him. You're going to feel that atmosphere. And, and, and when you truly connect with him, it's going to cause you to want to go on a journey of knowing more about him. And it's going to be, and I love what Bill Johnson says. Bill Johnson says this. He says, one thing that he learned about God is you're hungry. There's a balance between being hungry and satisfied. It's like when you experience God, you get satisfied, but then you're still hungry. You're satisfied but then you're still hungry. And it's yeah. like there's nothing wrong with the hunger and there's nothing wrong with the satisfaction. They both come in hand. 
but you just have to keep on going. And that's the thing. When the Holy Spirit comes, it's like, it feels like peace. It feels joyful. It, 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 it ministers to your hurts, your pains. It causes you to see who God is and who you are in God. It gives you hope. It gives you a sense of purpose. But then it gives you also a longing that you never knew you had before. And it, it literally causes you to fall in love with God. And it's like you enjoy God, but then you want more of him. It's like, and I hate to use this, but it's like your favorite food. Once you, oh, better yet, let me use this example. I have a son. And up until he was about one and a half years of age, he never had candy. But the day we gave him candy and he tasted it, it's like his whole life transformed. It's like in the moment the candy was good enough, but yet, but in the long term he wanted more. And that's how the Holy Spirit is. Just one experience with him, just one encounter with him, even though it may be fulfilling in that moment, it opens up the door for you to want to know more about him Amen. and more about him and more about him. And even though you feel like you love him at the moment, you really don't love him as much as you're getting ready to. And each time you experience him, the more you love him. You thought you could love him as much, but then you start loving him even in a greater way than you ever thought you could. And I just want to encourage somebody, simply ask for the Holy Spirit to come. You know, simply ask for him to come. And I'm telling you, as you ask for him to come, he will come in his presence, but he will also come in his revelation. He'll begin to talk to you. Even as you read the Bible, he'll begin to explain things and open up things that you never saw. Answer questions that you had all your life. And so that's how it happened for me. Sometimes you just know that you know, like, before I had anyone, um, you know, giving me uh, mentorship in the voice of God or anything, I remember getting baptized in the Holy Spirit. And, like, the next day, I, I mean, just I asked a God question. I never even thought he was going to answer. I didn't have intentionality. It was just a question. I wonder why God did this. And I just heard the word obedience. So in my mind, in, in me, comes so clear. I'm like, oh my word, God just spoke to me. God just spoke to me. Yeah. You know? And I was so excited, and I didn't expect it. You know, I wasn't looking for it. It was just one of those things. And I knew the Lord, just that knowing. But wow. no, you know, I haven't always had that. I know sometimes He's, you know, had me choose to believe. There's different times, you know, different levels He wants to. Uh, not levels, different aspects of who he is. He wants you to, it's an, it's um, like a relationship. You get to know them. You learn who they are. You get to know their likes or dislikes. Yeah. And that's through God's word as well. Yes. And and I'm, I'm glad you said that, that you balanced that about it being through God's word. And and, and, and not just that, but I, I, I know we're probably going to talk about the baptism of the Holy Spirit another time, maybe, I'm not sure. Well, you know, we could do another call really quick about that, a 30-minute call, and then we can sure. just explain that. Sure. We'll talk about that in that particular time. But I will say this. I'm not going to go into detail too much, but I would say that that experience to me in my journey was like the, uh, what can you say, the, the, the uh, you know how you, you, you try to break something and you get the crack? But you have that final blow when you break through and you come yeah. and you come with the other side. That was like the final blow. You know? And that's how the Holy Spirit works. He 
he begins with those initial nudgings. He begins with those moments of, of, of encounters and, and touches and, and, and revelations and, and trying to draw you in. But there's something about being baptized and immersed and over, over, overwhelmed with, uh, 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 with the Holy Spirit that causes you to just, bam, just come into it fully. And so, man, I tell you, it's just beautiful. It's just really beautiful. Really, really beautiful. I just, wow. So, yeah. Amen. I noticed, uh, you know, um, I wanted to take a time also. I felt like the Lord told me to let you to let you step out in faith and get some um, words of knowledge for the audience. Okay, praise God. Um, do you feel comfortable with that? I'm putting you on the spot. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, you know, I, 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 you know Paul said um, that you didn't believe because of human wisdom, but demonstration of the Holy Spirit and power. Yes, I, I'm just gonna flow what comes to me. Yeah, um, whatever. Oh, if you have messages, I love whatever. you, and I just praise you for who you are, and I just thank you in the name of Jesus. I just kind of feel, I don't know, but I see a young man. Um, you have a kind of like a tan complexion. You have black hair. But for some reason, I see one of your arms is giving you a lot of pain, specifically in the joint. And it's almost like uh, the Holy Spirit is releasing now his healing presence, and he's healing you. And um, I just really feel that, um, that the Lord is healing you. And I hear the Lord say to tell you, that uh, he loves you, and uh, he's going to take care. I don't know, it seems like there's a financial situation that you've been kind of going through, and I really hear the Lord saying he's going to take care of that. I see a young lady, uh, you've been having some blurriness in your eyes. You have a lot of freckles on your face. You're, uh, you're a Caucasian young lady with blonde hair, and even as we've been listening to this broadcast, you've been kind of even crying. And I hear the Lord saying he's going to heal your eyes naturally and spiritually. He's going to give you a physical miracle, but more so, he's also going to begin to open up your eyes to him more. Uh, I, I also see... Um, Jeff, hey, Elijah, I feel like if you get names, just call them out. I feel like God oh, yeah. wants to get more accurate. Yeah, I, I see. I was getting ready to do that real quickly there, because uh, I also see a lady by the name of Mary, and you're about 63 years of age. That's amazing. You have some hip problems. Uh, I want to say you live in, like, the West Coast, like the Arizona region. And I hear the Lord say that he's healing you now. And for some reason, I don't know what this means, but it seems like an older gentleman. It's, I'm perceiving by the Holy Spirit that it is your husband is either sick or has uh, some type of issue. It seems like, uh, yes, Lord, okay, I see that. Okay, Basically, he, he died of a sickness is what I'm hearing the Lord say. And you've been dealing with some grief concerning that. You've been kind of worried about how you're going to be able to take care of yourself because you're a widow. And I hear the Lord say that he's going to give you provision. And he's going to give you, wow, yes, Lord. He's going to give you provision because a lot of your children uh, and even family and relatives, they kind of turn their back towards you uh, concerning taking care of you uh, because you've been dealing with depression as well. But the Holy Spirit is going to cause you to meet some young people. Oh, my goodness, wow. And even cause some people in the community to begin to hold your hand up. And he's going to heal you from that plate, that, 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 that split of depression, and even that joint pain, even in the bone and even in the marrow. Wow. Um, I see a school teacher that's watching me. 
you live in Georgia. I can't get your name. It's almost like your name starts with an A. And uh, you have, you're feeling the pressure of the school system. Uh, the children, uh, I, know, I know this is summer, uh, so, but it's almost like you're, 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 you're thinking of changing careers because it's affecting your mentality, it's affecting your home. And I hear the Holy Spirit saying, don't change careers. The Holy Spirit says he's giving you grace to deal with this because where you, where you, the school that you deal with, you're a Caucasian woman, but you teach in like an urban neighborhood where there's a lot of African Americans, a lot of Mexicans and Hispanic people and different things, and a lot of those kids come from troubled backgrounds. And the Holy Spirit said he's going to begin to give you the spirit of grace and counseling, and you're going to begin to find yourself ministering to these children. I hear the Lord say that even though those children gave you problems, the Lord said they know you, they love you, and they're going to miss you if you leave. And I hear the Holy Spirit say to just stay there because it's almost like I also hear the Lord saying that you've been dealing with some problems as it relates to your principle. And the Holy Spirit said that he's going to begin to deal with your principle to be a little bit more lenient concerning you because you want to do creative things. You want to begin to build things. You want to begin to do things in your classroom. And they've been kind of getting on to you about that. But the Holy Spirit is going to begin to cause uh, some freedom and some flexibility there um, in that particular job. I see a black man watching me. Uh, I want to say your name is like, it starts with a T. It's almost like I want to say your name is Toby. And I hear the Lord saying to tell you, it's almost like you've been looking for a job. Uh, you were employed as a mailman, but you got fired. And I hear the Holy Spirit saying to tell you that he's going to begin to open up some doors in the construction industry and even in uh, the industry of building things, because you're very talented. And I hear the Lord say, open up your business. Oh, wow. Yes, Lord. Just open up your business. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. He's mm. going to give you the lenders. He's going to give you the support systems to be able to do that. Um, there's a young, okay, there's a, okay, there's a, uh, I, I, I hate to put it like this, but there's a bigger or more, uh, a bigger lady watching me. That's the only way I can say it. You have some weight on you, and uh, there's some fluid problems there, and it's actually affecting your breathing at night. And you deal with a lot of uh, attacks, not just, I wouldn't say necessarily anxiety attacks, even though it's kind of similar. You do deal with anxiety, but it, it has a lot to do with more with the fact that the weight is on you, and you, you kind of can't breathe in your sleep a lot of times, and you have to kind of try to catch your breath. But the Holy Spirit is setting relief to you now, in the mighty name of Jesus, and I just speak that in Jesus' mighty and awesome name. And I thank you, Lord God, for everyone that's watching. I ask if you are watching and you need uh, healing in your body, and I'm going to ask the man of God to kind of pray with me on that. Uh, I just really feel a healing stream flowing right now. I kind of feel that anointing coming. And it doesn't matter what it is. I don't care if it's cancer, AIDS, diabetes, migraine. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's a simple cough. It doesn't matter. The Holy Spirit is a wonderful healer, and I, I just really feel that. So uh, this is kind of coming to agreement with that. And our Father, in Jesus' name, we just yeah, thank Lord. you. Oh, wonderful Jesus, we just thank you because you're good, you're awesome, you're kind, you're loving, you're everything and more. And so, Father, I speak to everybody that's watching me, and I declare, Lord, yeah, that Lord. everyone that's watching me will be healed. Everyone that's watching this broadcast 
between me and 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 Zane will be healed now in Jesus' yes. name. I declare it now. Diabetes is gone. Cancer is gone. AIDS is gone. If you have problems, creative miracles, we release now. I was just thinking that too. Creative yeah. power that came to yeah. me. Yeah, creative miracles be healed now. Bone issues, leg Thank issues, you, leg issues, back issues. I just feel real crazy face right now. I just release the glory right now, wherever yeah. you are. Right now, skin problems. There's a young, ooh, I saw it very clearly. There's a young uh, a, a woman, it's like a child with some skin problems, rashes. I command those rashes to go now in Jesus' mighty and awesome name. In Jesus' mighty and awesome name. If you're blind, see. If you're deaf, hear. If you're mute, talk. In Jesus' mighty name. I come against cerebral palsy. I come against mental illnesses. I command them to be fixed and healed and delivered now in Jesus' name. I just speak that in Jesus' mighty name. You're healed. You're delivered. You're set free. I know testimonies will come out of this. Get, go back to your doctor, get checked, and come back and let us know the good news. In Amen. Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 Wow. That sounds good. Um, amen. amen. Um, I'm going to call you back in a, a moment. Yes. Uh, and Yes, uh, we want to hear from you, and we want to know what are you guys hungry for? What is it that, you know, um, that you're curious about, you know. Um, we have no agenda here. We just love the Lord and we want to give as we've been freely given. Um, we want to support you and cause you to know him like you've never known him. 